You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Well, met fellow adventurers, we are now back with Sir Croakington, and we've wandered over to the village of Hawklaw, where we will be taking part in A Blizzard in the Hills, a special wintry adventure, which has its own blue link from Hawklaw's main page, which is the very first section of the game. An ever-thickening blanket of snow covers the region of, covers the village of Hawklaw, and nearly all the southwest region of the kingdom, driven by the ravaging midwinter storm that deposited, deposited its frozen payload over the last several hours. A deadly, biting wind surges through the forests and valleys of the hard hills in mighty gusts. The blizzard that now ravages the region swept down out of the foothills of the Fedorins, taking nearly everyone by surprise as it launched its fearsome and frigid campaign. Only the stone-backed tavern remains open. Through the pour of the billowing snow, you make out the warm glow pouring out, pouring out through the cracks in the tavern's shuttered windows. So you could enter the stone back tavern, or leave this wintry scenario and warm up. Which brings you back to regular Hawklaw. And apparently time just freezes there while you're not there, because it's video games. That can just happen. Into the stone back tavern. The moment you step into the tavern, you realise something is wrong. Puripor, the owner of the tavern... Scurrying about amidst a throng of, near, of nearly thirty, the crowd, the common room, delivering steaming mugs of paleo to those who were attending to people 
who apparently suffered some ill effects as the result of the ferocious wrath of the sudden storm. Those stricken with the deadly chill lie on the floor like to the hearth, while their friends and neighbours attempt to revive them with strong spirits and reviving aroma of freshly brewed paleo. You count six men and three women lying next to the fire. You're quite relieved to know, to know that all of them look as they're beginning to recover from the effects of their exposure. Suddenly, your eyes are drawn to the far corner of the womb, where you spot Curin, head of the village militia, seated in a chair, slumped back into the wall. He looks up, and upon catching sight of you, waves you over. You are welcome sight, Sir Crokington, he says, attempting to rise from his chair of obvious distress. You painfully admonish him to remain seated, and, and hop on a seat next to him. Haven't seen a storm like this one in a good long while. Gotta get back out there once I can feel my toes again. There's still a trove of our folk missing. You immediately ask Curin about the missing people. He tells you they're presumably trapped in the wilds that surround the village. Have been caught off guard by the sudden and devastating fury of the blizzard that continues to assail the region. Some of the folks around here have bandied on about this being the doing of a sorcerer, he says, the frown on his face clearly showing the distaste for such suggestion. There's folks that'll believe anything that passes their way. This is nothing more than the eye of the mountains, the cold hand of winter, and it's deadly enough on its own. After pausing to briefly monitor the situation in front of the fire, Corin looks up at you and says, he needs your help. Got five men out in this, he says. They're hard enough, but it's only in short spurts one can hope to stay in the thick of it. Twelve of our own are still out there somewhere. And I, no, I don't need to tell you that it won't be long before there's no use in keeping up the search. I'd rather not go looking for bodies when the storm blows over. Without having been directly asked, you tell Corin you'll start at once on the search for the missing villagers. His face brightens and he nods. He tells you that he and the handful of men involved in the village have been looking along the roads and paths leading into the village and pressing into the edge of the woods when the circumstances permit. I'm afraid we've got to take our search into the heart of the woods, he says, his face betraying the anxiety that his own words have seemed to have elicited. They can't be far from the village. But in the grip of, of that storm, even a league or two seems an impossible trek. There's seven men lost out there, he says. Emnil, Kelton, Laram, Morick, Elna, Jod, and Volomir. And five men, Soline, Luis, Pendara, Elisa, and Weir. I know them all, of course, as well as I know anyone in this room. You place your hand on Corin's shoulder and assure him that you will do all you can to locate the twelve missing citizens and return them safely to the village. May the old father guide and keep you warm out there, Sir Crokington, he says smiling. Now, before you set foot back out there, you best fortify yourself with some of the paleo Pippo's got tossing around. 
Before you can even agree to the recommendation, Piplo is at your side, thrusting a steaming mug of dark brew into your hands. Nice to have you here, Sir Crockington, he says, before moving, hope to attend to those recovering by the fire. Good luck, Sir Crockington, says Corin, as you prepare to depart. I'll stop back in here when I'm near freezing to death. I suggest that you do the same. common womb of the stone-backed tavern is bursting with activity, primarily centred around the fireplace there. A slowly growing number of men and women from around the village are being tended to after having suffered from prolonged exposure to fierce winter storm now ravaging the region. Piripor, the tavern keeper, moves through the crowd carrying mugs of steaming paleo to those seeking to be revived by the hot liquid and its familiar and reviving aroma. Now, I can explore the blizzard-ravaged hills. Exploring the blizzard-ravaged hills. A raging winter storm has descended upon the hard hills, bearing havoc and death upon its frigid breath. A dozen of hawk Hawklaw citizens are missing, presumably trapped in the snow-filled wilderness that surrounds the village. Take care, Sir Crokington, as you explore the vast and frozen woodland in search of those caught in the storm's merciless grasp. Explore now. Exploring the blizzard-ravid hills. The edge of a clearing, in the thick of the snow-bound wilderness north of Hawklaw, you happen upon a curious scene. A twisted heap of brightly coloured wood and metal lies near the edge of the clearing. Standing in front of the pile is a tall, portly, white-bearded man in a red, robe-like suit that's trimmed with white fur. He turns and looks at you as you approach, and a faint smile of recognition crosses his face. You certainly recognise him to be Wengel, the mage you met a few winters ago in the forest outside Twithick. Yes, yes, I recall now, he says, as you mentioned in your previous encounter. And here you find me in another tight spot. What did you say your name was, or didn't you say? Wengel throws his brow, and you tell him your name, and he shakes his head. No, no, I've not heard that name before, he says, shrugging. Oh, well... Just as glad to hear it now. Well met again, Sir Crokington. Wiggle tells you that much like the last time you met, the winter's weather has played havoc with his plans. He tells you he lost his way in the blizzard and was forced to bring his sleigh down in this clearing. Fortunately, none of my team suffered any ill from the box remover, he says, rolling his eyes as he uses his thumb to point to the wreckage of the... The pile of wreckage that was formerly his sleigh. You ask Gwengo about his sleigh. Particularly interested is to find out how it in fact flies. What is meant by team. The wet-suited mage starts immediately on another line of thought. Conveniently ignoring your question. Such as, while I ignore all these people that are trapped in the storm. For some reason. Don't trouble yourself for any of that, he says, frowning, as he glances over the wet sleigh. I'll have that fixed before too long. Lucky enough for me. 
Remember to take along. I remember to take along my tools. What does trouble me, however, are the boxes that tumble from my pack. Wingle points to a bulging sack lying a few yards from the pile of wreckage. He steps over to the pack and removes a sparkling silver box tied with a large matching ribbon. He holds the box up for you to see and you immediately note the patches twitched. The package twitches in his grip. He promptly stuffs it back in his pack. Had twenty of these developed the notion it would be funny sort of business to undo the top of my sack and leap out of my sleigh while we're hurtling over the forest, he says, scowling playfully. Of course, those antics certainly hoped me lose my way. Hard enough to fly that thing without your deliveries, bounding overboard of their own accord. Wengel tells you that the twenty missing packages could be anywhere in the snowy wilds, but he's neither the time nor the patience to go about tracking them down. I've got to see what I can do about getting this fixed up, he says, turning back towards the sleigh. If I were you, my friend, I find myself a warm spot out of these frozen woods. The storm's likely to get get worse before it softens its breath. Then, with a somewhat sleepish look, he turns to suspect you. Of course, if you do happen to come across any of these boxes, I mean, quite plainly, you can't miss them, he says. I'll be grateful if you could turn them to me. After all, those to whom these gift boxes ultimately destined would be a bit sorry if they never arrived. Not knowing quite what Wendell was talking about with regard to the mysterious deliveries of the twitching gift boxes, you promise that if you find any, you'll try to bring them back to him. Wendell politely turns down your offer to help him with his wet sleigh and tells you, what seems like unflappable confidence, he'll be able to make short work of the necessary repairs. Oh, certainly, he says. Just a few simple things, really. You go on your way, Sir Crokerton. You pay me no further mind. Unless you find some of those wayward boxes, of course. With that, you bid Weg- bid farewell to Wengle and once again set off on your exploration. The white-bearded, wed-suited maid waves as you depart. You're, before turning your gaze upon the colourful... You're, you're tur- turning back to gaze upon the colourful heap of wreckage. Okay, you've made a special note of this location, Wengel's class site, crash site. You may return to it in the future, whenever you explore the blizzard-ravaged hills. So I think this is the first explorable region of I've done in the new playthrough. Yep, so these you just, you get, you get a random... You explore, explore now and you get random events. And every now and again, you find a special place you can return to. Alright, let's ex- keep exploring. Suddenly, 16 XP to general. Your heart leaps when suddenly, deep in the storm-ravaged mist of the frigid wilderness, you come upon the first of the 12 missing villagers. The lost villager, an older man named Emnil, is weak and nearly frozen to death. You rush through the deepening snow and hope him to his feet. 
You hope you'll be able to get him back to the warmth and safety of Hawklaw before the savage storm claims another victim. Now, let's use Restoration to give him more of a chance. Oh, it failed. Despite a valiant effort, you're unable to aid Emnor by the use of your power of Restoration. Yeah, that's a... Uh, that is a thing with this game. Generally, when you're skills and powers are at low levels they fail a lot and for some reason your success rate isn't linked to the difficulty of the challenge which is quite odd because apparently you're just as likely to fail at summoning a small rock as convincing a volcano to erupt another way for example something like that yeah. it's odd but it's just the way it is with Emerald leaning up against you you set off on a race against time praying you will reach Hawklaw before either you or your weakened charge succumb to the deadly wrath of the winter storm haven't yet made any progress on your trek back to Hawklaw through the deadly winter storm that assails your every step as you press on through the blizzard you pray that Emerald's strength will hold up just a little bit, little while longer. Picking a number. Bonus of 53. 7 from woodmanship, 20 from mind, 16 from body, and 10 from spirit. Alright, let's pick now. Guaranteed success. Despite the raging winter storm, and having to support Emnil, who is, who is too weak to walk, walk far on his, walk far on his own. You manage to make progress on the arduous and perilous track back to Hawklaw. Hmm. Alright, how am I supporting him? Did I take a bigification potion earlier? Yeah, I must have. I mean, we all know bigification po We all know smallification potions exist because of the underfoot adventure and on the road to Hawklaw. Um, uh, probably others. So there must be bigification potions. Yes, just a temporary bigification potion. You know, I, ca I carry a few of them around just in case. About, oh yeah, probably got them at the Grey Circle. Or something like that. That's okay. If anything that seems impractical, because he's too small, that's what happened. You made it nearly quarter of the way back to Hawklaw through the deadly winter storm that assails you at every step. As you press on through the blizzard, you pray that Emerald's strength will hold up just a little while longer. Same check again. Pass again with 81, despite the raging winter storm, and having to support Emnil, who is far too weak to walk. To walk far on his own, you manage to make progress on the arduous and perilous trek back to Hawklaw. You've made it nearly 50% of the way back to Hawklaw through the deadly winter storm that assails your every step. As you press on through the blizzard, you pray that Emnor's strength will hold up just a little while longer. Same check again, success. 90. Despite the ravaging winter storm and having to support Emnor, who is far too weak to walk far on its own, you manage to make progress on the arduous and perilous trek back to Hawklaw. You've made it nearly 75% of the way back to Hawklaw through the deadly winter storm 
that assails you every step. As you press on through the blizzard, you pray that Emnor's strength will hold up just a little while longer. Same to again. Guaranteed success, 141. Despite the waging winter storm and having to support Emnor, who's far too weak to walk far on his own, you manage to make progress on the arduous and perilous track back to Hawklaw. 64 experience to General. With the storm worsening and with Emnor on the verge of collapse, you were relieved and related when the first lights from the village of Hawklaw appear to the south, their golden glows piercing the frigid snow-filled air. You make your way back to the village and deliver Emnor to the saving wall from the stone-backed tavern's common womb. He is immediately placed next to the fire and tended to with blankets and streaming boss. Broth. So far, you've managed to locate one of the lost villagers and have returned to the safety and warmth of Stoneback Tavern. The villagers gathered here commend you for your bravery and fortitude and urge you to remain here to regather your strength. Despite your reluctance to leave the warmth of the tavern and head back out into the grasp of the deadly winter storm, you remain keenly aware of the fact there were still 11 villagers missing. You may at this very moment be slowly freezing to death in the nearby forest. Because they probably don't have natural antifreeze in their body, allowing them just to, you know, nap through it. <laughs> Alright, one villager saved. Now let's, I'm just going to save because you can lose them. It's possible, not likely if you've got all your all your stats right but it can happen keep exploring these hills you complete a long arduous trek through the frozen wilderness without discovering anything of significance dismayed and nearly delirious from the raging storm that assails you at every step you take shelter from the biting wind behind a pair of ancient oaks as you contemplate your next course of action. Keep exploring. Nope. Keep exploring, gotta make sure I don't accidentally hibernate. As you're edging past a region of gentle, rolling hills, you suddenly spot something lying on the snow-covered ground ahead. To taking nearly a dozen steps towards your object, you discover it's a shiny green box. A large, matching ribbon of green adorns the fanciful package. Please note, the colour of the gift boxes you recover for Wendell do not impact any of your rewards for the, this adventure. Grab all the gift boxes you can. Yeah, that's a note. because He has to put that note in there because in an adventure that was released earlier, you could collect... 20 little shiny small shiny stones in four different colors and one of and the different colors give different amount of xp at the end so you wanted four of the best color which was silver even if that means you just leave behind a lot all the rest of the other colors and it ends up taking about four times as long because it's a lot of experience for that. So I think when people first did, they thought, oh, surely one of the colours is better. And people were 
people were worrying and trying to get all their gift boxes of the same colour. See how it worked. And so the GM just put message trying to say, Dope, colour doesn't matter. Which is a, probably an important lesson for us all. Retrieve the gift box. As you approach the gift box, the package begins to twitch and slide across the snowy ground in the opposite direction. You come to a halt and watch with growing curiosity as the wrapped present once again becomes still. You come to the swift and unnerving realisation the gift is tempting to evade you. So, I've got a few options here. I could just sneak up on it. If I had telekinesis, I could use it. I don't, so I can't. Illusion, gating or elementalism. I'll start with illusion. Working my way up from the bottom. It failed. Your attempt to capture the gift box has failed. Before you can employ a different tactic, the strange object has slid off into the frozen depths of the forest that surrounds you. It disappears from sight. Without delay, you once again set off on your way. Hmm. Couldn't get the illusion to hold that time. Well, keep exploring. Your trek through the frozen, storm-ravaged wilderness is brought to an abrupt halt by the sudden arrival of an unwelcome denizen of this wintry wonderland. Leaping out of the forest just up ahead is a large band of half-starved cave goblins. The cool, but emancipated, fur-clad humanoids clutching away a crude weapon in their bony hands as they glare at you ravagely. With their fierce battle cries rising in the air, the six goblins charge towards you and attack. Yeah, they're probably, they probably want to eat me. Which, admittedly, probably from a distance in this weather, Sir Crokington looks like an edible frog. But I'm actually a toad, and if they tried, they would die. From lots of things. <laughs> Mostly because I stabbed them. That'll be the main cause of death. It's a starving goblin band. Look, look, I mean, if you just asked, if you asked for food, I might be able to sort something out. But you went straight to murder. So now you're gonna die. I, ho I hope there's no one depending on you. The ravenous band of cave goblins mercilessly assail you with their crude weapons. Your enemy lays a particularly brutal stroke on you for nine damage. And they're nearly done, and they are all slain for 5 XP. You spend a few minutes catching your breath and checking over your equipment following your victory. Then, without further delay, with your eyes scanning the trees ahead for any further sign of danger, you once again set off ahead, set off into the face of the raging winter storm. Keep exploring. Uh, that's... That's the nothing message. Made a special note of this location, an icy cave. Made to return to it in the future whenever you explore the blizzard ravaged hills. You're standing before the mouth of a cave nestled between two large boulders. 
the base of a snowy, rock-strewn slope deep in the forest east of Hawklaw. With the storm still waging and the snow continuing to pile up, there were no signs of any tracks or distinctive markings on the ground nearby. They were. They've long since been covered with a pristine blanket of white. Let's just enter this cave. Cautiously make your way into the cave. The bones are small animals and, and frozen, half-devoured remains of several unrecognisable creatures litter the floor of this icy cave. You're certain that whatever made its home in this frigid lair is not likely to be a very gracious host. The mouth of the cave lies to the west. Alright, let's just keep exploring. Alright, the path, the path, the cave goes a north bit and a south bit and they're connected through two paths that link the two. Alright, I'm going along the north bit. The wide hollow at the southern end of the cave passage serves as the lair of some sort of fearsome, some sort of fearsome creature. The skulls and bones of many creatures are hooked in various places around the edges of the nook, included in the remains of the vic victims of the skulls of three humans. A pile of animal skins, mostly deer and bear, lie near the middle of this place. We assume that it is a makeshift bed for whatever brutal inhabitant calls this lonely, cold, cold and lonely spot home. You thoroughly search the hollow, but discover nothing of any particular interest. Mindful to remain on your guard, lest the creature that dwells in this cave should return, you move back to the west and resume your exploration of the cave. Alright, that's the north side. A sudden noise from somewhere in the gloom ahead halts you in your tracks. You stare into the darkness, attempting to see beyond the radius of the illumination cast by your trusted light source. Your pulse graces as you catch sight of a tall, rowed figure moving swiftly across the passage. For a fleeting moment, the figure stops and turns to face you, revealing the sinister, leering face of a white-haired man. Before you can call out to him, he turns disappears into the shadows and is lost from sight. You rush forward to the spot where the rogue man stood only second years ago, but there was no longer any sign of him. Puzzled about what his sudden and unexpected appearance might pretend, you vow to remain vigilant as you once again resume your exploration of the cave. Who is this man? No idea. Alright. Now the end of the southern passage. The cave passage you've been following comes to an end to the east. When you're about, you're about to turn and make your way back to the west. When you spot something large resting in the dark corner, you step forward, taken aback by the gruesome sight that meets your gaze. Slumped up against the wall, an expression of horror still fixed to his frozen face. It's the frozen, leather-clad body of a bearded, middle-aged man. The man's sword lies at his side. You know with growing horror that his left arm and part of his white leg are missing. You estimate he's been dead for several days, possibly longer, and is not one of the missing villagers from Hawklaw.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Quick search of his rigid remains reveals a small leather pouch containing some gold and a few adventure tokens. His sword, which lies within inches of his open hand, seems to be a weapon of remarkable craftsmanship. 22 gold tokens, and far more importantly, 4 adventurer tokens. And here's a long sword, which is well crafted. I'll just take that to sell later. After pausing to say a prayer at the side of the fallen man, you turn and prepare to resume your exploration of the cave. Right, that's all we can do here for now. Maybe later we will return. Because it's very rare that you find a cave with a scary, where you're certain there's a scary thing in it, and you won't end up fighting the scary thing at some point. So let's just leave this cave. And back to regular exploring. Your trek through the frozen, storm-ravaged wilderness is brought to an abrupt halt by the sudden arrival of an unwholesome denizen of this wintry wonderland. Moving out of the forest up ahead, clad in animal hides and carrying a stone-tipped spear, is a cave goblin hunter. The vicious goblin warrior's now yellow eyes now upon catching sight of you, and without hesitation, the cruel humanoid bounds through the snow, eager to bring down the first game he spotted all day. And I may have killed someone he knew when I slaughtered the entirety of that last goblin band. Cave Goblin Hunter. Yes, and I am the prey. Also, it thinks, but actually, it is the prey. The cave goblin warrior stabs at you with his spear. Yomini lays a particularly brutal stroke on you for seven damage. Keep stabbing, I keep stabbing too. Brutal stroke for eight damage once more, and is slain. Five XP. You spend a few minutes patching your breath, checking over your equipment following your victory. Then, without further delay, 
and with your eyes scanning the trees ahead for any further sign of danger, you once again set off in the face of the raging winter storm. Keep exploring. Oh, it's another gift box. It's got it's a you discovered it's a glittering purple gift box. A large matching ribbon of purple adorns the fanciful package. Let's get this gift box. Alright, I'm gonna try illusion again. Succeeded. 4x speed to the illusion. You summon your power of illusion and create the perfect likeness of several fur-clad humans moving through the snow from the opposite direction. Within moments, the wrapped package, attempted to evade the illusionary group moving towards it, passes directly by the spot in which you're standing. Wasting no time, you reach down and take hold of the strange object. 16xp to general. You stare in fascination at the fancifully wrapped and, still twitching, gift box clutched in your half-frozen hands. This is a twitching gift box. Let's have a look at it. This fancifully wrapped gift box, complete with matching ribbon and bow, continues to twitch, despite the overwhelming temptation to shake this passage. Package. You manage to think better of such a reckless course, yeah. Don't shake the package. There might be something breakable in it. Making certain there are no other such packages to be found in the immediate area, you carefully stow the box away, bunch your possessions, and politely set off on your way. This is the first gift box you've managed to find. Just 19 more to go. Keep exploring. The nothing message. Suddenly, 16x speed to general. Your heart leaps when suddenly... Knee-deep in the storm-ravaged mist of the frigid wilderness, you come upon the second of the twelve missing villagers, the lost villager, a middle-aged woman named Salorne, is weak and nearly frozen to death. You rush through the deepening snow and help her to her feet, hope you're able to get her back to the warmth and safety of Hawklaw before the storm, savage storm claims another victim. So, I can use Restoration. Hopefully it'll work this time. Call upon the power of Restoration. Succeeded. 16xp to General. You call upon your power of Restoration and lay both of your hands on Salon's shoulders. Immediately, a powerful warming sensation passes through the tips of your fingers and onto her shuddering body. Your timely and effective use of your magical discipline of healing has earned you extra time with which to attempt to return Salorn to safety. Yep, that's why you want to pass. To pass the restoration check, it means you can you can have more failures when you're trying to bring them back without them, you know, dying, which is bad. Dying is bad. This might be a controversial statement, but I'm saying it anyway. With Salorn leaning up against you, You'd, you set off on a race against time, praying that you'll reach Hawklord before either you or your weakened charge succumb to the deadly wrath of the winter storm. You haven't made any progress on your trip back to Hawklord through the deadly winter storm that assails your every step. As you press on through the blizzard, you pray that Salon's strength will hold up just a little while longer. So it's the same check again, 
but you got to get 65 because it's colder and she's it's colder the storm is the storm is deeper and she's weaker so pick now 72 success I'll make some progress same check again it's 29 success all right 109 success, three quarters of the way there. One more push. 143 success. Despite the waging winter storm and having to support Salorn, who is too weak to walk far on her own, you managed to make progress on the arduous and perilous trek back to Hawklaw. 64 XP to General. With the storm worsening and with Salorn on the verge of collapse, Relieved and elated when the first lights from the village of Hawklaw appeared to the south, their golden glows piercing the frigid, snow-filled air. You make your way to the, into the village and deliver a sword to the saving wharf, the stone-backed tavern's common room. She is immediately placed next to the fire, attended to with blankets and streaming broth. So far, you've managed to locate two of the lost villagers, and have returned all of them to the safety and warmth of the stone-backed tavern. The villagers gather here, commend you for your bravery and fortitude, and urge you to remain here until you regathered your strength. Despite your reluctance to leave the warmth for the tavern, you head back and head back into the grasp of the deadly winter storm. You remain keenly aware of the fact there are still ten villagers missing, who at this very May moment may be slowly freezing to death in the nearby forest. Alright, I can rest here. And I will. And I can save and I will. Save after every villager, just in case. Explore the Blizzard Ravage Hills. Explore now. But nothing. Nothing interesting that time. Nothing interesting. Alright, that's... Okay, here's another gift box. It's a blue one with a blue ribbon. And it doesn't want to be caught, but I don't care. I'm going to use the power of gating. Failed. Your attempt to capture the gift box has failed. Before you can employ a different tactic, the strange object has slid off into the frozen depths of the forest that surrounds you and disappeared from sight. Without delay, you once again set off on your way. Keep exploring. Here's another gift box. This one's green. Try gating. Oof, two failures in a row. Okay. 16 XP. Your heart leaps when suddenly, deep in the storm-ravaged mist of the frigid wilderness, you become the third of the 12 missing villagers. The lost villager, an old woman named Lulius, is weak and nearly frozen to death. You rush through the deepening snow and hope her to her feet. Hope you are able to get her back to the warmth and safety of Hawklaw, before the savage storm claims another victim. Well, restoration first. Succeeded. 16 XP to restoration. You call upon your power of restoration. And lay both your hands on Luria's shoulders. Immediately a powerful warning, warming sensation passes through the tips of your fingers. And into a shuddering body. Your timely and effective use of your massive magical discipline of healing has earned you extra time with which to attempt to return Lunius to safety. 
With Lurius leaning up against you, you set off on a race against time, praying you will reach Hawklaw before either you or your weakened charge succumb to the deadly wrath of the winter storm. Alright, here's the first check. Six, yep, same number. It's got to get 65. 108, 7 success. Next one, 143 success. Alright, and check number three. Halfway there. Living on a prayer. 90 success. As you press on through the blizzard, you pray lower your strength will hold up just a little while longer. Last check. 56 failure. Oh, we were so close. Despite a heroic effort, in the midst of the worsening storm, you're unable to make any significant progress towards Hawklaw. Several times you're forced to cut back across your own trail, as the going proves too difficult for Lunius. You must now determine the effect your lengthy exposure to the biting cold has had. Picking a random number. Bonus of... 43, 16 from body, 20 from spirit, 7 from woodmanship. Alright, pick now. 79, success. You manage to adequately protect yourself and resist the deadly chill of the storm and don't accidentally get into hibernation mode. It's always a whisk when you're an amphibian. Alright, about three quarters of the way there. Can we do it this time? Oh no. Failure again. Alright. You must now determine the effect your lengthy exposures to the biting cold has had. Pick your number. Bonus 43. Success 75. Pick now. 133 success. You managed to adequately protect yourself and resist the deadly chill of the storm. Okay. Third time's a charm. Pick now. 145 success, despite the raging winter storm and having to support Louis, who is too far too weak to walk on her own, you managed to make progress on the arduous and perilous trek back to Hawklaw. 64 XP to General. With the storm worsening, with Louis on the verge of collapse, relieved and related when the first light from the village of Hawklaw appears to the south, their golden glows piercing the frigid snow-filled air. You make your way into the village and deliver Lunius to the saving warmth of Stoneback Tavern's common room. She is immediately placed next to the fire and tended to with blankets and steaming broth. Right, that's three of them located. Alright. Very about nine more to find. So west. You decide upon a spot. Carefully examine the nearby area and settle in for a welcome bit of west. And save. Always be saving. Approach Curin. Curin smiles as you approach and tells you he's glad to see you've made it back into town. With 11 villages left to find, you spend only a short while detailing to Curin the progress you're making in your search. He tells you he'll also be heading back out to face the storm. You wish each other luck. I'm guessing we're talking to make sure we're not going to be searching the same places. Which is only sensible, really. We've probably got a grid or something. Leave the tavern. 
explore the blizzard ravage hills explore once more nope nothing that time nothing that time oh here we are it's another one 16 xp to general the fourth of the 12 missing villagers the lost villager a young lame man Kautlin is weak and nearly frozen to death. You rush through the deepening snow and help him to his feet. Alright, use restoration. Let's see if it worked. Yes it did. 16 XP to general. Alright, and that gives that gives him a bit more time. Alright, she leans up against me and we go off. Gotta get 75 now. To make progress, pick now. 91 success. Managed to make progress on the arduous and perilous trek back to Hawklaw. Same again. 122 success. Same again. 100 success. The fourth and final check. 131 success. 64 XP to general. And and he he's back in the calm room. Safe and sound. And then... I warm up and head back out again. And save. Leave the tavern. Explore the Blizzard Ravage Hills once more. Here's another gift box. This is a shiny golden gift box with a golden ribbon. Retrieve the gift box. Gating. You channel your power of gating without delay. A swirling black portal opens to your wide. You step into the vortex and emerge only a moment later, directly in front of the gift box. Before the wrap package can even attempt to move away from you, you reach down and take hold of it. Alright, that's two gift boxes now. 16 XP to general. Alright, admittedly it's pretty similar. What's happening now? Here's another gift box. It's yellow with a yellow ribbon, which is different from gold with a gold ribbon. It's pretty similar, but different. Retrieve the gift box. Alright, I'll use the power of elementalism. Succeeded. 4x3 to elementalism. Calling upon your power of elementalism, you summon a strong gust of icy wind that sweeps in and lifts the gift box into the air. After scrolling about for a bit, sometimes near the top of the swamp, depositing surrounding trees, the wax package rapidly descends and is, is promptly and is dispensed and is deposited on the snowy ground at your, at your feet. You promptly take hold of the strange object. Into the mysterious inventory it goes. There's the third box and another 16 XP. No more in the immediate area. While bravely making your way through the snowy wilderness, the blizzard that continues to mercilessly assail the region suddenly increases in intensity, with the howling, frigid winds numbing your extremities, and with the billowing snow making it possible to see more than a few feet in any direction, you feel a desperate search for shelter from the deadly storm. I can feel it. I'm going to act I'm gonna hibernate. It might be months before I wake up again. Picking a number. Bonus of 53. 7 from woodmanship. 16 from body. 10 from mind. 20 from spirit. Got to get 100 or more. Pick now. 135 success. 
He managed to find a sheltered nook in a dense section of forest. It's there you decide to lie low and wait out the blizzard's bout of renewed intensity. After a short while, the howling wind subsided somewhat, and you reluctantly leave the protected nook to resume your exploration. Keep exploring. It's another gift box. It's a yellow one this time. Alright, uh, attempt to sneak up on the passage. Package. With the frigid gusts of snow-filled wind ascending you from all directions, you creep forward, attempting to sneak up on the evasive, twitching gift box. Right, picking a number. Bonus of 47. 7 from woodmanship, 6 from thievery, 20 from agility, 8 from body, 6 from luck. I've got to get... Twen- got to get 100 or more. Alright, this is going to be quite tough. Alright, pick now. 51 failure. Despite your best effort, you're within only a few feet of the package when it suddenly begins sliding away from you through the snow at an incredible pace. Before you can employ a different tactic, the strange object has disappeared into the... Disappeared into the frozen depths of the forest that surrounds you and disappeared from sight. Without delay, you once again set off on your way. Keep exploring. Your trek through the frozen, storm-ravaged wilderness is brought to an abrupt halt by the sudden arrival of an unwelcome denizen of this wintry wonderland. Stepping into view out of the billowing snow ahead is a frightful sight. A clad skeleton. With the wood axe resting across his fleshless shoulder, hisses wildly upon catching sight of you, and breaks into a steady trot in your direction. The long dead woodsman, woodsman bears down on you. You assume, you assume a defensive stance, and you prepare to engage this undead menace. It's an undead lumberjack, and it's not all white, because it is filled with. An ending spite. Someone going to stab it with my tonish might. Something, something, something. The long dead woodsman shrieks wildly as it chops at you with his axe. Huh. Yeah. Well, could be a woods woman, though. Kind of very hard to tell in this in this weather. Whether the the gender of skeletons, <laughs> unless the beard was preserved somehow. Yes, you know, a skeleton with a beard. Skeleton with a beard. Yeah, that's probably not likely. Yeah. I, <laughs> Although you can tell the gender from a skeleton. You know, when it won't stay still, it's hard to tell. Uh, so, catching your breath, check over your equipment. 3xp. Back into the cold. Alright, take a shelter. That's the nothing message. And nothing. Here's another gift box. It's a shiny blue gift box. Alright. I'm going to try to sneak up again. Same check as last time. Pick now. 57. Failure. He gets away. Treat the gift box. Sneak up. 94 failure. Very close, very close that time. The nothing message. 
Cave Goblin Hunter. Well, I've, I've, you see, I've fought those before. So we can just quickly stab and go. 5 XP. It's another gift box. It's a wet one this time. Sneak up. Success. A swift but stoffious approach lands. Approach through the blowing snow. Cut off by a sprawling pouch. Pounce. Lands you directly on top of the twitching package. Preventing the curious object from escaping. You quickly take hold of the gift box. 16 XP. And that's four of them now. Still, a lot more to go. Here's number five. Ooh, yep, 16 XP. Your heart skips a beat when suddenly, deep in the storm-matted mist of the frigid wilderness, you come upon the fifth of the twelve missing villagers. The lost villager, a middle-aged man named Larum, is weak and nearly frozen to death. He rushed through the deepening snow to hope into his feet. Alright, restoration failed. Despite your valiant effort, you're unable to aid Larum by the use of your power of restoration. Oh well, pity. Alright, pick now. Alright, first part. Second part, halfway there. Success. Got to get 75. The bonus is 53, so I'll probably make it, but 95 success. 64 experience. That's five of them returned. We're nearly halfway there. Alright, and west. And save. Alright, we're getting close to the hour mark now. So just a, a few more finds and then we'll take... Well, I won't. So Crokington won't take a break. Because Sir Crokington's got people to find. Anyway, here's a gift box. Green gift box. Okay. Now I could just... Fo now that you've seen all that can happen. Except telekinesis. But, well, there you can... You can see that what that happens when another character... When Zoop retrieves... Has his adventure in the hills. Wait, you skating. Alright. Zoop. Zoop. There we are. Sneak up behind and get it. That's five of the boxes now. No, it was another 16 XP. Starts to add up. All this XP. Here's a wed gift box. Gating. Oh, it failed. Ah, oh, I couldn't. I, I, I could. I made the gate, but it was really tiny. Really, really tiny, and I couldn't get through it. Yeah, and the thing is, I was trying to enlarge it, but it just it, the part part of it, the first the the entrance one, it being the shirt snow, and it just started firing a whole load of snow at the package, and that warned it. Anyway, it got away. All right, sixteen XP. Your heart leaps when suddenly. Deep in the storm-ravaged mist of the frigid wilderness, you become across the sixth of the twelve missing villagers. The lost villager, a young woman named Pendra, is weak and nearly frozen to death. You rush through the deepening snow to help her to her feet. Alright, let's try restoration. Well, it failed. Can't, can't help that. I'll just try and do my best. 
Right, I've got to get 85 now. There's going to be some tracking back, almost certainly. Pick now. 75 failure. You must now determine the effect your lengthy exposure on the biting cold has had. Pick now. 80 success. You managed to adequately protect yourself and resist the deadly chill of the storm. D does that mean Piero is protected? Not quite sure. Alright, not no progress yet. Nope, no progress then. What's this? Oh, but, but I managed to protect myself. Alright, back to... You know, nope, more failure! But now determine the effect the lengthy exposure to the biting cold has had. Pick number, bonus 43, success 75. 71, failure. You begin to suffer the effects of your prolonged exposures to the storm's deadly chill. Still alive, you strengthen your grip on Pendra and stagger on. Alright, picking a number. 142. Finally, some success. 25% left. Picking the number again. Oh, failure. Alright, what effect has this cold had? More failure. 14 damage. Begin to suffer the effects of your prolonged exposure to Storm's deadly chill. Still alive, you strengthen your grip on Pedro and stagger on. Alright. Keep going forward. Success. Finally. Going forward. Success. Going forward. Success. Three successes in a row. Finally. We just plow forward. Finding new determination. 64 XP to general. And that's six of them. Well, this is the halfway point. Looks like a good enough place to stop. So rest and save. Definitely got to save more now because there's quite a decent chance we could lose someone. But anyway, so next time we'll be going out into the cold again. Looking for those packages which apparently, even though people's lives are at stake, we're still spending our time trying to find... And for the six remaining people lost in the wilderness, slowly freezing to death. And until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. 
all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.